0: Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into Background Noise today. As always, super excited for today's episode. I'm sitting down with Booker Didduck and his cribbage club. Well, it's just Booker, but we're going to talk about his cribbage club. I came across this guy when I was at the Star Painter Show a couple weeks back. He opened for them. And the song, Radio Bingo, I was like, absolutely love the song. I was like, I need to have these guys on the show. So super excited. But I'll just let you, Booker, get us started. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey with music, and kind of your little shtick.
2: Yeah,
3: you bet. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Very pleased to be here. Um, I kind of spent the last almost decade working as like a freelance player and kind of like side guy for a bunch of bands. Um, And I've had like small projects throughout that process, but um, it actually happened in COVID uh, like when, when we were all locked down and we weren't allowed to have buds over my roommate and I at the time, Luke Breitnator who's a remarkable guy and very good drummer. um, We had a little studio in the basement and we basically just spent two years cooking really good food and sort of playing around with Pro Tools. And my kind of daily routine was I would wake up, have a coffee, and then just kind of explore sounds uh, in the basement, in the studio. And then like a year and a half later, I sort of emerged with eight songs that I thought were pretty cool. And it was really like a sort of a learning experience. Like they sound rough around the edges, but I think in a really interesting way um they don't sound bad but they sound vibey and cool and they i wouldn't say they're like they don't sound shiny and expensive they sound roomy and full of kind of mistakes that work and uh i don't know it's it's very like there's a lot of culture to it and so (laughs) over the next few years after that i kind of bounced between hating these songs and thinking they're pretty cool and then hating them again and I would share them around with buds and they'd be like yeah that's pretty sweet and I could never tell if they were serious or just being nice which is not a good thing for me to be um saying but I I know they're probably all very genuinely liking the tunes so I finally just pulled the trigger and I was like I'm gonna do a little marketing campaign I'm gonna try to put them out and uh and then pretty much here we are so I have it's called the cribbage club and it's a pretty big rotating cast of players um basically my idea for it after conception was to have my friends play my songs with me and uh we'll play like around town and it's not it wasn't designed to be something that I was going to like really hit the road with um it was kind of going to be like a local legends band um which probably will be the case for a while um, and I don't know if things like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the kind of guy to like really push anything too hard. Like I kind of let my projects, um, kind of ebb and flow. And I don't, I don't try to push too, too hard for a specific thing. I kind of just let the cards fall as they may. So if something fun happens with it, then that's cool. But I'm totally happy with it being sort of like a local legends band, um, play around Alberta. It's the songs are easy. They're super fun. Um, like the people who I have playing, like it's, it's going to be a hang, it's going to be the buds and it's going to be high quality. So that's kind of the idea behind the album. It, it was totally just like something that happened at a thin air over a length of time, but yeah, it was, it was really just like a COVID project, which I'm sure everyone's kind of tired of hearing about, but, um, it it was a pretty like fruitful time for creativity for some people.
1: And you know that's what I was about to say as well to like a majority of these artists that I that I talked to in the show anything that they put out super recently when I asked them about it they're like yeah it was a covid project. And <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that like all of oh, no. you artists and creative people were able to take what some people were like, this was the worst time of my life. And so many creative people were actually like, actually, I wrote an entire album.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's a really hard topic to kind of chit-chat about because it, frankly, it was a rough time. Like, there's no kind of two ways about it. Um, But, you know, like, you kind of, you abided by the rules, you stayed home and you kind of used your time. And like, not to say that there wasn't, You know, days or weeks where it's tough to get out of bed, but there's also days and weeks where, you know, you could you could go to your, you know, your computer and your little studio and make stuff. And like, I'm pretty lucky to have that at my disposal. Um, It was I was very fortunate, like Luke and like me had a really good time together. Like we were never at each other's throats. So it was I was pretty lucky. I was I was in a really good space. Um, thanks to Luke. <laughs> so, yeah, I was pretty fortunate to do
2: that.
1: Right on. Well, let's talk about uh, some of the songs in particular off that. The album, by the way, is called Heritage Classic, uh, which I thought was awesome. And, like, the sound in general, I think you captured the sound of Alberta perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, when I listen to it, I'm like, this is what Alberta sounds like. And... In particular, I want to talk about that Radio Bingo, because like I said, that was my favorite song, so that's what we'll uh, we'll start with here. Tell me about Radio Bingo.
3: Well, there's actually a pretty funny story behind that one. So, one of the bands that I've been playing with for a long time, called the Denim Daddies, They we had this idea to write a song about Radio Bingo. And I wrote one, and um, it was kind of in the process of me doing Heritage Classic. And... Um, like the recorded version of the song is real slow and real sad and the denim daddies they play kind of like more rock and sort of upbeat country music and um i pitched it to them and i was like well i want to put it on my record i'm happy to for us to play it too like we can all we can all play it um and i think they were like kind of keen about it but again like we were pretty locked down so like we weren't having rehearsals really and uh, we were mostly just communicating over the internet. And so I think Andrew and Curtis and Matt at the time also were writing a song. And the, so they put out a tune called Under the Bee, which is also about radio bingo. So we kind of had these two ideas. We had the idea kind of together and then sort of separated those ideas and wrote two different songs about it. And they're two bangers. like They're, they're both really, really good. So that's kind of the story behind it. Um and uh I I was listening a lot to this guy Chris Acker and um he has a tune called uh Dallas Does Debbie and it's like I don't know how it happened, but I was I was just listening to Chris Acker on like constant rotation and then I sat down and I started writing and then I finished it and I was like, "Oh my god, this is almost identical to Dallas Does Debbie." I did not try to do that, but um, yeah, I wanted to give a little nod to Chris Acker, because he's really, really good.
1: <laughs> right on, and you know what, that's actually super funny that you mentioned um, Under the beat because I was going to chuck that song in here anyways, in today's show, uh, because that was the newest single from the Denim Daddies, and I'm a big fan of the Denim Daddies, so we'll talk about that in a little bit, and play that song later, but... I like that you mentioned that they're linked Because while yeah. I was listening to it And I heard the Radio Bingo references in Under the B I was like, I wonder if these <laughs> yeah. are on purpose <laughs> Yeah, yeah That's awesome Well, let's spin Radio Bingo right away here And then when we come back We'll talk about uh, a couple of the singles That you've already released from Heritage Classic
4: Sound came through An old radio at a dirty truck stop near the Crow's Nest Pass Football predictions and civil convictions Sometimes the weather birds of a feather It's me, she's a one-woman team, she can handle four cars Oh, Jimmy. Somebody, it's better than the rodeo. No harsh TV glow. It's wind speaker radio, bingo. I waited all week. I dream of wedding. The lines are so bold. The players are old, I like to gamble, run around and ramble, but something within says I'll never win. Are all drawn and my bark has some bite. It's better than the rodeo. No harsh TV glow. It's wind speaker radio though. It's wind speaker radio mango.
5: You're listening to background noise, like what you hear, follow us on Instagram at background Noise the show for links to episodes, playlists, and more.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to background noise today. I hope you liked that song as much as I did, like you said, it was a little bit slower recorded. It was so much fun to listen to live, like that was just a oh, you could tell you guys were just bros having fun up there, especially when you're doing that song. Um, I want to talk about some of the other singles that you've released on your Spotify from Heritage Classic here, uh, Sidewinds. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that song?
3: Yeah, that one, that one's a, a, it's, it's kind of the black sheep of the record. Um, a lot of the tunes sound kind of in the honky tonk vein, sort of in the folk music vein. Um, it's all pretty pedal steel heavy. That one's kind of just a rock and roll song. Um that was it doesn't happen to me very often but it's one of the ones where i sit down and it just kind of just spills out of my brain really quickly like my process is usually like i'm not very prolific i takes me a long time to write a song um and then when they finish they start evolving just kind of probably like most songwriters but that one it just it yeah it spilled out of my brain and it was just i was happy with it right away um it's got some like it's kind of more guitar heavy. There's some like pedal steel stuff in the back. Um, it's just a guitar fest at the end. Huge guitar solo. That's always really fun to do. Um, it was kind of like I was thinking a lot about Towns Van Zandt. I was thinking a lot about that Worn Highways movie. Um, and I don't know if any of like the lyrical content or any of the musical content even aligns to it. But I always think about Towns when I play that song. And uh, I'm still unable to really draw a parallel to it. Yeah, it was really just kind of just a, a song vomit that sort of stuck. Uh, and I really like it. Like, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. It's, it's super fun to play. I think uh, it's, it's ambiguous enough where five people can take five different meanings out of it. And I think they're all pretty valid. Um, which I appreciate in songwriting. It doesn't always have to be on the nose. Sometimes it should be, and sometimes it doesn't have to be. Um, it's kind of got a cool story to it. There's some fun imagery. Um, I think it just worked out really well. And so we did We did a video for it in a different format. We did, like, a, just a rock and roll band. We did two guitars, a bass, and a drum. And it's so much fun to play in that format. Um it, it would be sweet to have, like, the pedal steel all the time. But uh, it's just a good kind of rock and roll song that I'm actually really happy with.
1: Yeah, right. on. And I did notice that as well. It, it stood out quite a bit more from the other songs that had that very classic, like you said, honky-tonk kind of fun country vibe to it, the Alberta vibe, you know. One <laughs> of the other songs, too, we'll talk about, uh, and then we'll spin right away here, is River Queen. Why don't you tell me a bit about that song?
3: Yeah. So, um, I had a, but I still have a bud. Uh, she lives or she's from Colorado and she did a big river trip on the San Juan river. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think about the San Juan river every time that song comes up and I sort of wrote it kind of about that part of the world. Um, I just, that was kind of like the building block. And then I, I went off on a lot of tangents and I always thought it was kind of fun um to relate like someone to a fish um i think the original line was like she ticks along the bottom of a river um with a san juan worm or like there's some some kind of lines kind of pertaining to that and it it, the lines didn't stick so well it turned out to be a little bit i didn't love it so i changed it up a lot but yeah it's kind of i don't know just a bit a fun little like nature song Um, again, that you could take a lot of meaning out of five different ways from five different people. Um, and then my friend, Quinty Sprague, he, he had a project a long time ago, not a long time ago, uh, a little bit ago. He helped me write it too. So we, I was having a hard time finishing it and he sat down with me. I played guitar for him for a long time and he, he actually sings on midnight special uh, the last tune of the album and he helped me finish it up. He, he had that fried chicken line. He had a bunch of great ideas for it. So it was kind of a collaborative effort that started with this, I don't know, Colorado landscape. Um, this person who could be a fish <laughs> and then it turned into kind of Quinto finishing it up with me.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're going to spin those two songs right away here. River Queen and Sidewinds from the upcoming album, Heritage Classic. I guess we haven't really talked about that yet. Um, (laughs) This album, you did send me some songs that we'll play as well that aren't released yet. But I guess before we play those two songs, do you know when this album's coming out? Roughly.
3: Yeah, so the whole thing will come out January 25th. I believe it's a Thursday. And then um, I'm going to aim for a bit of a run, a promotional run. Um, I kind of want to do it when it's not super cold. I sort of hate touring in the winter. I know it's actually a pretty good time to tour, but I kind of just hate it. Um, so I'm going to try to plan a run for the spring with the band. I'm going to try to do a little bit of an Alberta run. So I'm kind of sending out emails now for that. Um, but January 25th is when the whole thing will come out.
1: Amazing. Thank you. Written on the calendar. And let's check out Sidewinds. <laughs>
4: like poetry you'd like to punctuate one word and we and all your favorite bands have long since broken up you haven't heard new songs in a while Shop right down this street That sells new CDs You like to turn your nose in And everyone around Knows the newest songs You'd like to punctuate one tune and That is all. are warm and her liquor's cheap i like to play cards and she likes to cheat i like the chicken on her breath when i get a kiss on the cheek and when she's home
5: You're listening to background noise. Like what you hear, follow us on Instagram at background noise, the show for links to episodes, playlists, and more.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into background noise today. Hope you're enjoying the songs as much as I am. We're sitting down with Booker did and we're talking about his cribbage club. But before that, you, you mentioned you have played in so many bands in this area. Uh, it was awesome, and I loved I loved listening to all of them, too, because you sent me a little list of the ones you've been a part of. Um, the Denim Daddies, I think you said you played with Boots and the Hoots. What an awesome band name. <laughs> uh, Carter Felker, which we also saw um, at that Star Painter show, so that was awesome. I'll have to try to get him on the show as well. And uh, Cynthia Hamar, why don't you tell me, just about working with all of these guys. And then of course we'll play a bunch of their songs as well.
3: Yeah, you bet. Um, like my, my heart really lies in being like the supporting actor in the project. Um, the side guy gig for me is my dream job. It's the most fun. Um, and yeah, the bands and artists that I've gotten to play with have just been a treat. Um, Cynthia is the sweetest person in the world. Um her and her partner have a farm out in End whistle and we get to ride her horses and check out all of her cattle and feed baby cows when we're out there. It's a blast and her songs are fantastic. I get to explore a ton. Um and she gets to take me to cool places. We got to do that um Blue Heron Festival in Revelstoke last year which was a blast. And yeah, she's just a just a treasure to be around um i've been playing with boots for a while now he he also kind of has a rotating cast because it's his project and he's been he's either 300 years old or 30 years old he's been around for a long time and he's the most funny guy but also he's done almost everything in the world like he's like worked at sign shops he's a cowboy he's been a troubadour for possibly 300 years he's working Every kind of trade, everything you could imagine he's done. He's just this wealth of knowledge and just a ride to be around. And I love playing his songs because uh, he's like a true blue, classic country guy. Um, genuine to the heart. No drum set. Uh, heavy pedal steel. And he sings just fantastic songs. He's a great guy. Uh, Carter, I've been playing for a while. Carter's a good close friend. He. Makes me laugh, I think, harder than anyone in the entire world. Um, his songs are fantastic. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I think he's got a record in the can as well. Um, he writes unreal songs. He, I think I, I met him... I don't know. I kind of actually remember the first time I met him. Maybe he remembers. But um, I think the first time I played with him, it was kind of an impromptu thing. Um, I was... I was playing with Quinto, Quinty Sprague in Calgary, and Quinto was doing Carter's Sunday song stage at the King Eddie. And uh, Carter was like, well, why don't you just sit in on my songs too? You're already here. I was like, you betcha. Um, And I did, and it went pretty well, well enough for him to call me back for actual gigs. So that was pretty fun. But he did this thing where it was like seconds before he played his first song and he looked at me. And he was like, if you're ever in like a crowded area and someone gives you this hand signal and it's it's where you put your thumb into your palm and you lower your fingers over that thumb, it means they need help. And I was like, why did you tell me that? That was really dark. And it threw me off so bad. And I I played the best I've ever played in my life. And I'd never like practice his songs and I was just so hyper focused on this piece of information he gave me. I was like, what was that about? Like I couldn't figure it out, but, um, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. And I, I played lights out. And then he called me back for a bunch of other gigs and we toured a little bit together and he's just a very close friend now. Um, the denim daddies I've been playing with them for geez, a while, probably like six or seven years. um, I got to know them just through the music community and before I was playing pedal steel, I was playing lap steel and they hired me initially when I was playing lap steel and, um, it was pretty good. Like we were, we were, we were working a lot. We were working a ton and, uh, working hard at working too. Like we were all practicing a lot and, I think the cool thing about the denim daddies is seeing them five years ago and then seeing them, you know, today is like the progression of like musicianship within that band is unbelievable. Um, We were always like a good band, but we've turned into a really good band. I think lately we, we've got a record in the can that is, I think our best work. Um, We've just grown together. Like, in just like really special ways because, you know, like when you get to a certain level playing music, you, you sit for so long into your practice room and you shed and you shed and you shed, and then you play. And then someone goes, Oh, you, have you know, you've really improved in this regard or, or whatever. And it's not always that you see five friends like do the same thing in, in like a linear fashion. Like, we've we've just hit the ground so hard, and we've worked so hard, and we've practiced so hard, and it's, like, it's really great. Like, those guys will be, they're, like, a cornerstone of where I am at now as, like, a session player and as a side guy. I, I owe it a lot to the Denim Daddies there. They pushed me, they challenged me, and they gave me a lot of opportunities. Um, They're all just such good guys.
1: Amazing. That was, honestly, it just warms my heart when I hear, like, Just these good stories and, you know, that the music community is just full of buds, being buds, right? Supporting each other, having a good time. Uh, We're going to play a handful of songs here from Boots and the Hoots. I think we'll play uh, Ode to Dive Bars. That one was pretty fun. Uh, Meant to Be from Cynthia Hamar. We're going to do the Under the Bee from the Denim Daddies uh, especially because we listened to Radio Bingo earlier and now we know those two are kind of connected which I love (laughs) and then uh, one of my favorite songs from Carter Nothing But Net I think that one that's one that he opened with uh, at the Star Painter Show and the whole time I'm like what is this song like it was so goofy but so good and just like his live performance as well, I thought was awesome. Just how it was almost like a comedy show and a music show put together because he is just a funny dude. Yeah, he's <laughs> remarkable. So, we're going to spin all of those songs. And then when we come back, we'll bring it back to you, Booker, and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the songs off of Heritage Classic.
6: Let me tell you a story of an old greasy spoon A honky-tonk dive-bar house saloon Once a boogie till you puke joint some forty years ago Now around them hotel tables bolted to the floor Well, there's a jukebox on the boombox Both without a service sign if they both months work, but now they've served their time. That sign on the wall, each fight once hard for life. It's busted down the middle for morality or nice. Well, the only fried chicken left is some necks and gizzards. Now waitress is working double duty as an old lot, lizard. I've never seen gravy so thin in my life. And coffee so thick, you can cut it with a knife. Well conversations are mighty scarce if you'd even call them that. Just grunts between gulps and a chew in the fat. Them beer-soaked funny pages hung on the old ice chest As if they'd once had a sense of humor But now that's all that's left Well, that old tip jar is empty Except a cigarette and a dime There's an old blue tick hound just to watch in the flies That jar of pickle eggs, good Lord, seen better days there's only one A left, miscolored and dishaped. All them smokers round the ashtray like moths to a flame. But well, I really hard to quit. <coughs> heard one of them proclaim that cook and the old dishwasher, they're having a smoke of their own. It's the finest in the county, hydroponically grown. There's a shower around back, it's coin-operated It's just like home, only more dilapidated Diner, handlounds, neon sign once displayed Now it reads dialogue, clear as day poodle um bum.
7: gonna take it in.
8: And well, he would have climbed that hill up to the big someday Cause as sure as he was tall when he shot the ball You could hear the people say Nothing but net You better place your nets Like a fish's wet He don't break no sweat I'll bet you double It ain't no trouble It's nothing but net Nothing but net he blew out his knee the first game of college and never was the same he hung his head till his mother said son you gotta use your brain so he got a degree from the polytechnic up the road from his place now he pays his bills and he gets his thrills with a screen in his face nothing but Ned you better place your bets like a fish is wet he don't break swear, I'll bet you double, it ain't no trouble, it's nothing but Ned, nothing but Ned. Peace of mind, and he needed a break. So he's up with the dawn with hip waders on, pulling on the line. Though he says the words, they ain't what he heard once upon a time. Nothing but nag. You better place your bed like a fish's web. He don't break no sweat. I'll bet you double. It ain't no nothing but
5: men nothing but men nothing but men you're listening to background noise. like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more
1: We are back thank you so much for tuning in to background noise today hope you love that handful of songs like they were just fun i tried to pick out some of the most fun songs from all of those artists and i think we had a pretty good time but i want to bring it back to you booker and talk about a little bit more of those songs from the heritage classic that you sent me so for right now these will be are you heard it here first kind of songs. totally
3: exclusive content
1: so thank you for sending me these songs i always feel honored when that happens um one of the songs when i was listening to this morning like i had to just straight up put my pen down and just listen to it um i loved oh my stars why don't you tell me a bit about that song yeah
3: so that one's really special to me too um that's a michael hurley song so michael hurley's uh uh i don't know if he's actually still alive or not but he's he was a prolific songwriter um his records are great. Like they're super eclectic. He's a big weirdo, which I really like. Um so again, I was listening to a bunch of Chris Acker and he didn't know my stars version. It was like one of those uncut gems videos or something like along those lines. And I was like, Wow, good tune. And so I learned it because I liked it. And then I started recording it, and it it really evolved into something. Quite different than Michael Hurley's cut, which I always like. I, I, it's a kind of a pet peeve when I hear like covers that are recorded that are identical. Um, I think that's a good practice, but I like it when it gets quite different. Um, so I, I think that's the best, like sonically the best sounding tune on the record. I worked really hard on it. Um, and then I got Emily. So. Uh, the gal who is playing bass guitar for me, um, she's like a long time collaborator, one of my best friends. Um, and she hasn't like, got a great project called bad buddy. Um, so she sang the harmonies on it and it, it really like elevated it to like the stratosphere. She is just so musical and so good. And so I sent it to her and she, she sang and, uh, it yeah, it changed the whole tune drastically. And it's always that last chorus where it's the a cappella chorus. It always still makes me kind of like tear up a little bit. Because it was like the process of recording it was really fun. But it was also like in solitude. So when I get to hear that like recorded material with two voices together that aren't mine. Um it was just so special. And I think I think we captured it like perfectly. So I sent her the tune and she recorded it at her studio remotely and then sent it back to me and I was able to kind of shove it into the mix and make it work to the best of my ability. And it's I yeah, I, I hold that that recorded version so closely. Um I love it so much.
1: Beautiful. Well we're gonna spin that one right away here. And then when we come back, unfortunately do have to kinda wind down the show a little bit, but I will have one more song before we go
4: kiss me once or kiss me twice give me a piece of paradise I don't want the blues always on my shoulder give me a cold beer as I get colder oh my stars how you undo me oh my stars stars how you undo me the sun's going down and the sky's different colors baby go and see all the different hues I'm okay but the times are bad mama come here
5: to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more
1: we are back thank you much so much for tuning in to background noise we were talking to booker Duck today all about his cribbage club the songs were just so good and a lot of the ones we heard today too were exclusive here here first until you release your album In January, which we're going to all keep our eyes peeled for. Uh, One more song I want to talk about before we go. It's the last tune on the album. So I figured we'd save it for the last tune of the show. Midnight Special. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that song?
3: Yeah. So Midnight Special was this song. um, I think like the original author is fairly ambiguous. It was a song about prisoners um, in the southern states. Uh, Taking the Train, the Midnight Special, uh, to and from a prison. So um, I wanted to do this sort of roomy, um, acoustic kind of end to the record. Um, Daniel Romano does it on his records all the time. And I think it's really cool where it's like the last song is, it sounds like a live version. Um, It sticks out uh, recording technique wise. And it's just like a really cool button to the end of the record. So ours wasn't live, but I I recorded it um, in such a way that I could make it really roomy. Um, I basically threw like four microphones in a room um, and Quinto and I uh, just sang it a hundred times and we picked the one take that we liked the most. So none of that is edited like, as far as different takes goes, it's all one one go. And so Quinto is like a very, very close friend and he's been a longtime collaborator, as I said before. And so I really wanted him to be part of the, the record, you know, the cribbage club. And um, I wanted to play fiddle too. So also during COVID, I bought a mandolin and a fiddle and I took the mandolin pretty quickly, but the fiddle is way too hard. But I was pretty determined. So I was like, I want to do fiddle so bad. And so I learned the fiddle part or like I made up a fiddle part and I did my best and it kind of works. So the fiddle part that you hear is like me with, I don't know, 20 hours of practice under my belt. I was just like, it has to be there. There's no way it can't be there. And I'm going to make it as good as I can. And it turned out awesome. It's like, out of tune a little bit it's not perfect but neither is good fiddle music you know like well I mean depends who you talk to because you hear all these old fiddle tunes from like the Appalachians and like old time and like the Bill Monroe era Um, I think Kenny Baker was his fiddle player and a lot of that stuff is super honky and super weird and there's a lot of culture to it and it's fantastic and so I think I kind of captured it well yeah it's it's not perfect but i didn't want it to be and it was it was tricky
1: well i also think it sounds awesome we're gonna spin that one right away here but before we go is there anything we should be keeping an eye on on you from i know we have that album coming out in january and then you said uh possibly a little tour in the springtime yeah i'm gonna
3: try to get some t-shirts lined up and stickers um And just merchandising, I think, yeah, come this spring, I'm going to push a little bit harder to play more around Alberta. Um, So you can always find that information on my Instagram. Um, I'll be updating my website with other kind of events as well. Um, I'm going to try to do, yeah, I'm going to try to do like a record Promotional tour with physical copies uh, come the spring, so yeah, keep an eye out for the hard copies in the next few months.
2: Amazing!
1: Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I really enjoyed it. This is Midnight Special off of Booker Didduck and his Cribbage Clubs record that's coming out right away here. Heritage Classic.
2: One,
4: two, three, four, one.
0: the free Iron man let the midnight special Sugarland bound Let the midnight special Shine a light On me Let the midnight Special Shine a light On me
4: Let the midnight special Shine a light On me Let the midnight Special Shine a Ever Loving Light on me
1: well, that's all I got for today, folks. Thanks so much for tuning into Background Noise. I had a blast. And hey, you know what? If you're a Canadian musician as well and you're thinking, I want to be on the show, just click the link in our Instagram bio at Background Noise The Show and we'll try to set something up.